This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Hi, thanks for joining me today. We're going to cover something that's really fundamental to audiobooks. And the reason we're covering this is because I seem to get a lot of questions at the end of audiobook projects about the finished files. So it seems like there are many people who have this question about what does that finished product look like? And I differentiate from sound like because we know what it sounds like. But what does it look like? What kind of form does it take as an audiobook? An audiobook is fundamentally a playlist. So it's a playlist of audio files. And it starts with your opening credits, which is a separate file unto itself. And then each of the other files, which might be a dedication file a chapter one file, things like that. All the way to the very end, you might have an about the author file. Hopefully you do. And eventually at the very end, you're going to have your closing credits file. And that's where you're including not only your title, your narrator authorship, but also your copyright information. What this means is that when your audiobook production is complete, you should receive a folder or a zipped file of your audiobook tracks. Again, this is a group of files, not a single file, and they will be played as a playlist. So now if we jump to the consumer's point of view, what is that experience like for them? There are really only a few different options on what that experience might be like for them. These days, Almost all audiobooks are downloaded. They are available, purchased as downloadable files. What that means is that there is no physical object, nothing you can hold in your hand and pass to somebody on the street. There is only the download of the files. And these are, as I said earlier, this is a playlist of files or a group of files that will be played as a list. In this digital download version of an audiobook, typically a listener may either stream that, which means they're not actually downloading it to their own device, they're playing it while they are online. You could think of something like Spotify or Netflix as an example of you get to watch something or listen to something, but you're not actually taking the files and putting them on your device. 
You're just streaming them and watching them online. The other way is to download them to a device. So let's say, for example, an audible purchase uh, would lead to somebody listening to the audiobook in the Audible app. They would buy it either on their phone or on any other device. They would purchase it. It would be in their library. And when they go to their Audible app, it will show up in their library list. From there, they can choose to listen to it, streaming it, without downloading it to their device, or often they will download it to the device so they can listen when they're not online. For example, if they don't have Wi-Fi. Let's say if you're driving and you're going to be going in and out of Wi-Fi service, or you don't want to use all of your data for listening to an audiobook, then downloading it would be a good idea. And many people will make that choice and download it to their device. They can later remove it from the device without losing access to it in their library. That is the most typical audiobook listening experience. Now, especially for people who are maybe a little on the older side, who are used to getting audiobooks as CD sets from libraries or from stores, that is a different kind of experience where you do have a physical object, right? Now, CDs are not the typical way of delivering an audiobook these days. For one thing, it is a much more expensive prospect to create. It's not the duplication of the CDs themselves. That is actually very inexpensive and not really in the overall budget for a CD project. That's not something that's a negligible amount. The part of the cost that is usually much more significant and a real deterrent from going the CD route is the cost of the packaging. And then once you have it packaged, then, and remember that most books are going to be multiple CDs in order to have the full audiobook included on it, which in itself, even though the duplication of CDs is negligible when you start adding it up for each set, it starts to really significantly impact the cost. Okay, so it's largely the packaging. And then I want you to think about the fact, okay, now I've created these, let's say we're talking about a very short run of 200 CD sets. Now, unless you have 200 customers ready to buy those CD sets, Somebody is going to have to store them and then do the fulfillment for those CD sets. So I'm diving a little bit deeper into some of the reasons why I would advise against doing CD sets. But really, this all is coming down to this understanding of what is it that an audiobook is or what formats can it come in. It can come as a CD set. But really, the digital download experience is uh, so far superior in general to a CD experience that you know, we kind of wonder why anyone would do that anymore. With CDs, you can only put so much on one CD and then you have to take the CD out. You have to find the other CD, the next one, put it in. You have to properly package the one you just took out or it's going to get all scratched up and ruined. 
and it's just not generally a great experience. However, I will say this. If you have someone in your life that really needs the CD version of your audiobook, it is possible to take the files that you own, that you've received from your audiobook producer, and to burn those onto CDs in a set. You can label them with Sharpies on your CDs so that you can share that with somebody. Or you can do something fancier in terms of your labeling. But the point is, that is a way to deliver that kind of format. But again, it's not a typical listening experience. And remember that even in that experience, the form of the audio is still these MP3 files. They are still a playlist. The only difference is that rather than just playing them on a digital device, you're actually copying them onto a physical object of the CD. Or likewise, if you wanted to use a flash drive, similar kind of thing, actually easier because you don't have the same issue of capacity on a flash drive generally. So you can usually put a whole audiobook on a flash drive, whereas that would be an uncommon experience for an audiobook. Let's take a short pause, and when we come back, we'll talk about some of the reasons why this is so. There is nothing like a great book to transport you to new worlds. Here at Pro Audio Voices, we love working on projects that transport the listener. We pay attention to the details, like making sure we have actors that can clearly differentiate the character voices, making for a great listening experience. If you have a book that you would like to get into audio, and you're looking for a team with a personalized approach, Pro Audio Voices might be just the right fit. Come visit us at ProAudioVoices.com. Okay, so now let's jump into just answering that question about why is this so? And I think I've covered just a little bit of it in the first part, but one of the things that for those of you who may not be very tech savvy, you may not understand, well, why can't I just have my audiobook in a single file? I have had clients who have asked, could they please just have the audiobook in a single seven hour file? And I say no. And the reason is because, first of all, it would take a really long time just to put those files into a single long file. The reason why it takes a long time, it's very different from like a word cut and paste and just putting them into one document. When you bounce an audio file, which is really just, we'll just say a save as an audio file, it takes a long time, all of that processing that happens to create a long file. The other really big problem with that, and the reason why I absolutely say no, is because once you have that file, it's going to be so huge that you're probably not going to be able to download it anywhere. You're probably not going to be able to upload it anywhere. So really, what is the point? And yes, there are platforms, there are special drives, you know, that you can get. There are ways to deal with enormous files, but they're so impractical because they're so difficult 
to work with. And if you're thinking that for you, if you're feeling like uh, tech is a hard thing for you, something that you don't understand a lot about, and therefore you want the simplicity of a single file, actually having a single file causes more problems, not fewer problems. And so I want to reassure you that the group of files, that playlist, is absolutely the way that you want to receive it and the way that you will receive it. And I just want to make a note here for anyone who's working with an audiobook producer or working with a narrator directly where they're producing the audio that you're going to then be dealing with. Always make sure that you save your audio files. When your audiobook is done, make sure that you receive those files and that you save them somewhere. Like a portable hard drive is a great place to save them or could be on your computer somewhere. The important thing is to make sure that you have them. And I bring this up because we've worked with so many authors who have worked with uh, various kinds of publishers. And I've learned that many times authors will work with other people. And when they're done in that process, their book may be published, but the author has not gotten a final copy of the PDF or the Word document. And it's so important for you to have both. So I want to really encourage you, whenever you have something produced for you, make sure that you get those files because they can be really valuable to you. You may find that there's something you want to do later and you need them. And so I just trying to drive home that point. And I'm just going to wrap up with one last suggestion. When you receive your audiobook files in that group, if you want to hear them before it's published and you want to hear them as the playlist that they are, one way to handle that is to import them into some music player. For example, if you work on a Mac, you can import them into iTunes and then create them as a playlist and then just play the playlist, because that's exactly what the listener experience is going to be like, except for it will be in maybe a different, the look of the app or the player itself. It will look a little different. On a PC, there are other programs you can use to do exactly that same thing. And one other thing before I forget, and that is when you're saving your files for your book, for your audiobook, make sure you also save your image files from your designers. It's really smart if you are working with a designer who will then give you their InDesign files, if that's what they're working in, or whatever program they're working in. Even if you're not able to open them and understand how to work with them yourself, having those original files can be really helpful if you need to work with a different designer in the future. So again, just holding on to your original files, making sure that you have your audiobook cover digital files as well. You can put them all together into one folder and save them somewhere safe. I hope that this has been helpful to you. If you have questions, you know where we are. Please reach out to us at proaudiovoices.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day. 
Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.